Hi, this is Arik. And Aurelia. And we're here to talk about life and interesting things. Or so we think. But in the end, as always, you will be the judge of it. Either way, what we have to talk about is... Ageless! So, ageless. It's been a, it's been a minute, huh? Yeah, I mean, we were, it's not an excuse, but we were really busy. Yeah, because ageless is very important. Yes. But, you know, everyone has to have priorities, right? Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely, because mm-hmm. otherwise everything just becomes a big <laughs> mishmash and really nothing gets done or the things that get done cannot be enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So priorities are very, very important. Yeah, that's really interesting because then you want to enjoy them. Yes. Because when you have like joy... And happiness, then the light of the divine can express itself through it. That's right. That's right. And if you don't have priorities, and let's say you have 10 things on your list, and you rush through them all, like in a day, like a little bit here, a little bit there, and this and that, and at the end of the day, you feel like you have done nothing, you have accomplished not a thing. Is that like a busybody? Hmm... I don't know, maybe. It's like, I don't know. I mean, a busybody for me would be a person who's running back and forth and not even accomplishing anything. Oh, okay. So like you could feel like you're running around accomplishing things, but you don't have joy out of it. Exactly. Like the things can be done, but at the end of the day, you feel like you didn't accomplish anything and you do not feel great about your day. Or you might feel tired. For sure. Because, like, I feel, like, I mean, of course, like, you can feel tired at the end of a day, but, but I think, like, if you're getting joy out of it, you, you're you energized from it. I mean, that's how I experience and it. And there's tired and tired. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. mean, if, if I'm out there and, like, I am, or I'm working out or I do something, like, I feel tired, but I feel this good kind of tired yeah you feel energized you feel energized (laughs) for being tired (laughs) and then there is this tired you know when i just be a couch potato and just sit around all day and then oh i'm so tired i could just go to bed you know and that's like just schlepping from here to there i mean i have these days believe it or not well i think also especially throughout pisces (laughs) Yeah, true. Uh-huh. How so? Yeah, because this is rules sleep. And so, yeah, we like to be tired and sleepy and just not doing anything. Just mm-hmm. schlepping from the sofa to the bed and from the bed to the sofa. But why, why would you say, like when you say Pisces rules over sleep, what does that mean? Like that? During Pi- the month of Pisces or Pisces within your chart, that means like this is a sleepy area or like a sleepy time? Or what's, what's, what does that mean ideally? Well, ideally it means that you can connect with your unconscious mind. Wow. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I mean, most of us can only do that in our sleep state. You Through know? dreams? dreams yeah Uh nice why would we want to do that to get energized (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so what? So we have <clears throat> the Aries seasons coming up. Astrological New Year. Aries is a sign of energy, mm-hmm. so I can already see the connection. Like I sleep to be energized, or basically I dream and get and connect to my unconscious mind mm-hmm. in order to be energized. And then we have something very important, like the 12 days of Aries. Mm. Like the astrological new year has 12 days where every day it corresponds to a different zodiac sign. Yeah, like we're planting the seeds for the year. Yeah, like you access this quantum window where you can like really shape what you want to manifest over the next 12 months. Yeah, I know. And it is really, really trippy because, you know, when... In the past year, or even the years before, like, I mean, since ever I've been doing that, then when there comes a month and, um, like, milestone, milestone, things happen, Yeah. then I go like, okay, let me check what my meditation was there. And, I mean, you can only believe me when I'm telling you that these are the months or, like, the meditations where I wanted to manifest exactly that, where I planted the seeds for exactly those things. Amazing. So this fits really right in. Like, mm-hmm. like um, I get Crazy, so really. many testimonials and emails and messages and DMs from people basically telling me that about the new moon and full moon meditations, mm-hmm. like how their wishes are coming true and stuff like that. And it's really great. And I'm just like... You know, I'm not doing anything. This is like mm. just the power of the moon and the zodiac and everything. It's yeah, I know that too. I know that too. But that to me, it, is, it has a different quality. You know, because there, it is just something like I put out an intention. Mm-hmm. It is like an intention. And this can, I don't know, sometimes take a week or two years to manifest i mean in my experience yeah you know, I, I, like, I yeah but then with the seeds that i plant it's really it's something different it mm-hmm. is it's not like an intention i know this sounds a little bit vague in distinction but it is like a seed is something already tangible that i have mm-hmm. you know it is something i have is it's beyond like a pure intention already i think I don't know. It is, of course, a desire. It is something that I want, but I treat it as this is... Well, intention and desire are different things. Yeah. Yeah. They're completely different things. Intention is with Mercury. It's mm-hmm. more that focus, and desire is with Venus. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different... Ener- like yin and Yang, it's like different energies entirely. Yeah, and like... In- intention is like, you know, you're intending, and desire is like more receiving... Yeah, and mm-hmm. this is where the seed, I think, comes from, like with the... You intend the seed into the, the high priestess, or the what? The empress. Into the like empress, the, uh-huh. yeah, the Venus, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She it's says a... tomato, I say tomato. She says the empress, I say Venus. <laughs> yeah, now. As long as we understand each yeah. other and our yeah. poor listeners, they can listen to it on repeat. Mm-hmm. No, but either way, like, this is what the quality just feels so different. And yes, and when you say, like, the high priestess, that would be, like, the the magician and the high priestess. That would be more like the moon 
meditation for me in my yeah, experience yeah, of course of course you know where like i have this blank slate mm -hmm. and there i you know intend for something to manifest mm -hmm. but then with those planting those seeds it is like i have this kernel and i see how you how you always say like the i see the tree and the seed yes And so and I plant that according to whatever the meditation instruction you give according with whatever the energy of the particular year is. Mm -hmm. And then I just I let it go. Mm -hmm. I no, don't think twice about it. And all of a sudden something shows up in my life where I guess I'm, man, I really wanted that. Mm hmm. Let's see, when did I plant this seed? Mm -hmm. And really, believe me, mm -hmm. it's always in that month. But I mean, there's a whole teaching and a whole packet of energy that goes with each seed level exposure. Yeah, otherwise I wouldn't have a seed. And, and yeah, okay, but also like you would also wouldn't have a tree if you didn't work through those things. You know, like, you know, you, you, you're very like clear and you understand the teaching and everything that's like the soil that really hosts the seed and then brings it into a tree. No, yeah. Or, or I have to work through other stuff. Yeah. And then it manifests. But then when it's corresponding like that, I can totally see how that's spooky. Yeah, very. I mean, I can uh -huh. give a real life example, you know, to not be so abstract. Like, um, yeah, last, sometimes I'm too dense for that. Yeah, so last, please give me a, give me an, a, give me, give me something to work with here. Uh, last year. Because all I'm seeing is colors. <laughs> He's so funny. So last year, for example, like I had a, a situation in our company, like in the store, you know, we have a brick and mortar store. For... Why, hello there. Sayo <laughs> came to say hello, everybody. She says, I missed this ageless um, thing you guys do. <laughs> oh. So, anyhow. <laughs> yeah, so anyhow, like I had this situation in our brick and mortar store, like with um, uh, the person working there. One of and, our employees. Yeah, and... Mm -hmm. I was very, very unhappy and I really did not know how to solve this problem. I really didn't. Mm -hmm. And so... That's I, rare. Yeah. It was a very difficult, very, very complicated situation. Mm -hmm. And just, I mean, I can't or don't want to go into all the uh, details, but it was like a widespread, like... You know, like roots were going everywhere, if you know what I mean. Like yeah. To then uproot root this one thing, like had many, many, many right. consequences. So it was a quite difficult situation. However, I was really unhappy with it. And I could not wrap my mind around um, how to solve it. Mm -hmm. And then in one of the uh, teachings that you gave last year mm -hmm. with the... 12 days of Aries. Nice. It was clear to me that I said, wow, you know, this with this teaching, this would be like a perfect seed. I remember that, yeah. Mm -hmm. To, you know, take care of the situation. And I planted that seed. And 
you better believe that this situation resolved itself so magically and beautifully. I could have never come up with something. Was it like in that. the corresponding month? Like if you planted it in, you know, Gemini, on did the, it happen in Gemini or? Yeah, like I, nice. it was like on the uh, fourth day or whatever, and uh -huh. it, it happened in the corresponding month. In the fourth month. month. Yeah. That's uh -huh. amazing. Thank you for sharing mm -hmm. that. But I, I think also... But I need to really say in ways that I could have never oh, imagined. Uh -huh. No, I mean, just this is so important to yeah, say. Yeah. It was like, it just, it happened organically. And it was like, just, yeah, it was just amazing. Yeah. Well, I can tell you why, actually. Because when you're accessing what I call the mainframe, like the 12 days, mm -hmm. it's, like, it's like you're accessing the source code of the Zodiac. Because oh. Aries is the first sign, the first 12 days, you're, a you're accessing the mainframe. So it's like you're working in the different folders, you know, mm. so then, you know, that, in that, that desire or that intention or whatever, that seed can only be opened or come, that program can only be rendered within that uh, folder. Oh, and because you guide us there, this is like we having like prime access to this. Yeah. Oh, and this is why it can be mm -hmm. so effective and so effortless and so yeah. amazing for everybody around. You know, like nobody needs to suffer. Nobody needs to be disappointed. Like, no, it's win-win. Everything is like win-win all around. Well, it's because it, it's, it's all the meditations I do or the workshops it's just accessing the light that's available mm. because it gets filtered before it reaches us here in the material world, whatever you want to call it, mm. samsara, malhut, you know, 1%, it doesn't matter. Before it reaches us, it gets filtered and every day has a different, you know, constellation of filters it has to go through. Mm. It's like it's down to the second day, month, you know, year, like these different filters. But when you know how, and but when certain times you access the sea level, like the new moon, the full, the new moon, full moon, and the solar ingressions, mm -hmm. also bigger transits. And then when you work with that, then it's going to, it's like doing almost like 50 years of work in less than the time, you know, because really like that light wants to be invested. And if you can receive it and then reinvest it, mm. but it's still going to go through an astrological, what I call bureaucracy. It's not random. Yeah. It's not, there is a bureaucracy. There is a system. I know a lot of astrologers and, you know, astrology fans, they don't like to hear that or not even astrology people, but just people who, you know, want like, I, you know, I can't, I, I don't mean to digress, but I came across sometimes, I don't know what happens, but I get like whipped down these rabbit holes from things that people send me and I don't look at everything, but sometimes I just, you know, click just to see what's out there. And I saw some video of like some, I didn't know you call it like a card puller or a divinator or an astrologer mm -hmm. or some psychic medium talking about how there are no rules. Oh, you know, wow. like they have their own astrological thing or something or whatever. And they're like, oh, you know, it doesn't matter. There are no rules and stuff like that. And I mean, on the highest, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a little bit of a trap because of course on the highest level, there are no rules. And of course, you know, the, the, like the liberals, they love to hear that. Like, no, don't like regulate my spirituality. But it's like, um, well, if you want to work, you know, then you have to buy by the way. It's like I always say, you want to go withdraw $500,000 out of your bank as long as we mm -hmm. still have currency. 
then, you know, you have to go in the banks open. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you're robbing. And I would say, you know, if uh, it would be desirable to have no rules, mm -hmm. then there would be um, not 22 archetypes, but 21, because the emperor would have no use. Wow. But I mean, isn't that what they're trying to do? I don't know. <laughs> they get rid of the emperor. I don't know. I know a lot of people have problems with the emperor, like with father issues and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, yang energy, which is Aries, by the I way. I mean, they can try, but, uh -huh. you know, I really don't think that the universe will respond to that. That's what know? it's about. So that's, <laughs> that's what it's about. Like you can try. But then, yeah, but I think it's amazing. But then, like, people get discouraged because, like, oh, I tried spirituality. doesn't work. Well, I just tell them, you didn't try spirituality. You just tried entertainment. Hmm. And that doesn't work. It's not the same thing. And so it's not like, you know, rules that are, um, well, I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, <laughs> like I said, I mean, there is just intrinsically, uh, we need rules and regulations because if there are no rules, then, uh, but not too much, right? Yeah, my, I mean, it's with everything. It has to be a perfect balance, right? But, I mean, from over-regulation, like where I cannot take a breath without saying, okay, you can take uh, 10 breaths every minute and it has to be in that rhythm. And, mm -hmm. you know, like that's one thing. But, you know, having a rule where you say, you know, you have to breathe, that's okay. Well, let's just make it about this for a second. Do you think mathematics has rules? Nah, there's nothing but rules. You know, when we used to be in airplanes more often, you know, as long as they mm -hmm. exist, I mean, they basically rule, run off of um, mathematics. Or let's do something more relevant like spaceships that everyone's, you know, launching out into the ionosphere. They use math, right? Yeah, but I also can stay with the airplanes and the rules. I mean, imagine if there are no rules and the planes are just flying all over the place. Or just start with traffic lights. You know, these are rules. So, I mean, I don't know how we ended up there. Oh, because astrology supposedly has no rules or shouldn't have any rules. Mm -hmm. Ha ha. Very funny. Like the sun gets up in the morning at a certain time. That's already a rule because right. you already know tomorrow it's going to be up at that. And this is, for me, always the beauty about astrology that I can today look in what's going on a year yeah and that's just how it's going to be yeah because there are the rules of the movements of the planets so mm -hmm. yeah Let me i don't know whoever says that or thinks that i think i don't know it's maybe from a different universe yeah i i, I like this whole idea of just like scratching things and people out of my reality yeah. I think that really works. Always did that. You know, like, just, this is just amazing. Like, when the, you know, when there's just something really weird, it's like, nah, this is something trying to creep in. It's like, I don't want that. I mean, everybody who knows me and who has known me in a long time knows one of my favorite sayings, not in my reality. Yeah. Like, I set these boundaries where I just say, well, this cannot enter my reality. That's like... So let yeah. me let me ask you this then, like about the intentions and the desires and stuff, like just kind of going more into a gestalt side. Mm -hmm. 
it's like <clears throat> when you set an intention don't you think it kind of well I mean I know that it does but this is just rhetorical like don't you think it kind of then renders situations where you have to choose like am I going to support my intention or am I going to go against it like about these impulses yeah like you know you start like you send it out into the cosmos and then it and then it and then it reflects it back to you impulses and things that you have to follow in order to fulfill it yeah I think that's also part of like then the the teachings and and knowing like what's the context and what are we dealing with and because some people I, I know, I mean, I even know that for myself, it's like you get all these impulses from a desire or intention you put out there, but then you don't always follow it. Mm, yeah, I can see that. And what I have found out, how people use their intending mm -hmm. like as a magic wand, you know, like I intend this and then it's spontaneously manifesting. And that's just not how it works. First of all, Missy, how did you find this out? And secondly, how does it work? Okay. <laughs> I mean, how do I find what out that people think that? Yeah. Because they get so disappointed. Oh, okay. And they think that it's not working. Okay. Because this is like what I hear, you know, that then they say, well, but I intended this and then I look, nothing happened. Right. And I said, well, yeah, it's not a spontaneous manifestation. Right. People mm -hmm. confuse that. And this is again with... Oh, that's what because, you mean by magic wand. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, mm -hmm. and because, you know, they, once again, like what we've just been talking about, want to ignore the rules. Mm -hmm. Now, it is so easy to ignore rules. Why? Oh, my God. Wouldn't we all wish there are no rules? First of all, nobody could be held accountable for anything. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody could just like bum it on whatever level. Mm -hmm. and still have whatever it is they want it mm -hmm. it's just um i don't know it's like it, it seems so wonderful to have no rules i think i mentioned that once before in another podcast or i don't know but it, um i i used to have a hard time with rules especially in the realm of you know spirituality and whatnot but then i realized that rules give me freedom yes Because, you know, of course, I don't agree with all the rules, like, say, for example, that are being imposed upon humanity and whatnot. But these oh, are like wearing masks? Yeah, like, these are not the rules that we're talking about. You know, the, no. the, like, these, because those aren't laws. Those are just rules, you know, or, or just, like, the flexing of, you know, muscle or whatever. But it's like, we're talking about cosmic rules mm -hmm. that give freedom Yeah, it's like what we said. I mean, there are honest to God rules and then there is over-regulation with an agenda or something. Okay. And so we have to the, set just, the framework yeah, I just want to, to make it very. I just want to make it about. clear for the listeners uh -huh. because a lot of times people hear rules and there's no discrimination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so just wanna, I just want to make it very uh -huh. clear. So yeah, it's important to follow these rules because I realize that they give me freedom. Yeah. Because first of all, you have to know the rules and then abide by them like to take accountability to not be lazy and then you can break them yep exactly that's you know what my dad always said like uh, when we would like learn how to use like 10 sets of spoons and forks and knives uh -huh. and 
to just really know. And he said, well, once you know how to use all of these things in the right context, you can eat with your fingers. And I just loved it. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. You know, but if you just eat with your fingers because you do not know how to use like all your tools, then that's not cool because that then makes you arrogant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so breaking a rule that you know, you also know the consequences of breaking this rule. Right, the consequences. Yes, but if you just ignore it or just pretend, you know, then you're just arrogant and then that's once again, <coughs> oh, in the end, just stupid. <laughs> Sorry for the, that wasn't a Shiba scream, that was just a bark. Yep. Yeah. She, yeah, she, she has rules too. <laughs> One so. of her rules is, give me leckerlis when you do that microphone thing. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> and so it's, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's quite phenomenal how you uh, share about the, you know, the intentions or the, the, the desires and then they come through and then this is part of working within that context of the rules. Yes. The cosmic rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you can become the ruler. Yeah, that's, I mean, quite a big thing to become a cosmic ruler. That's pretty high up there. But yeah, that would be the goal. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, just shifting gears here then really quickly. Um, I'm interested in how you can be compassionate without enabling. My world, the two things are so not connected that I don't even know what to say to that. Okay. Like it's... Sometimes people think that being compassionate, for example, is allowing people to get away with things that are not good for them. Well, they're wrong. Because compassion... (laughs) It's nothing, nothing like that. Uh-huh. Or enabling is com- like compassionate because, you know, you're not mm. judging. <laughs> yeah, no. There's this whole movement of like, especially with millennials and maybe even other generations, I don't even know, but it's like not being judged. Mm-hmm. But... I always say, if you don't want to be judged, then don't judge. Exactly. It's so perfect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, compassion is basically just another word for amazing clarity. Mm-hmm. So, and when you have a lot of clarity, when you really see what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, then you will most definitely not enable. Mm-hmm. Because then you will set clear boundaries and you say, well, okay, mm-hmm. this is what it looks like. And, you know, I mean, I do not know what's best for you. I do not know what's best for me. But the way <laughs> this moment, uh, the, how I understand the situation, mm-hmm. it looks like that. And this could be like just saying no to drugs if I'm being right. offered drugs. or It's like, I just say no. Mm-hmm. In mainstream view, then you're not being compassionate. So that's very interesting. Thank you. 
So, this has been Arik. And Aurelia. And Saya. <laughs> and you've just listened to an episode of Ageless. Please subscribe, like, let us know how you enjoyed it, and share this with anyone in your reality that you think needs to hear it. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.